around the cauldron threads we go, moving fast and moving slow. Potions bubble, candles burn, as the wheel begins to turn. Truth we seek and truth we know, embers of the fire glow. Spirit, join me in this faith, join me in a warm embrace. joining me for this episode of Around the Cauldron. I'm your host, Megan, here to shed light on life as a modern Wiccan. This podcast is produced every Monday to bring knowledge of Wicca to those who seek it. Find me on Facebook and Instagram at Round the Cauldron, on Twitter at Round the Cauldron without the D, and at my website, roundthecauldron.com, where you will also find show notes and links for each episode. If you like what you hear, feel free to leave me a review wherever you listen. You can also help support this podcast for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash roundthecauldron. Hey everyone, thank you for joining me here for this episode of Round the Cauldron. So, announcements, I'm back, and if you missed me last week, I'm so sorry. Um, Just moving and everything had me all kinds of crazy, and I didn't really have time to sit down and record an episode I mean, shoot, I didn't even have time to think about what I wanted to talk about. So that's that, but I'm here. Um, Another announcement, if you guys didn't know, I actually have a shop where you can purchase a a guided meditation, a self-love guided meditation, um, or a general sort of really broad uh, free card tarot reading. If you head over my head over to my website at roundthecauldron.com and click on the link that says shop, you'll find it there. Um, it's super simple things right now, but I do plan on stocking it up with all kinds of awesome things in the future. So keep an eye out there. On to the topic for today, I wanted to talk about taking time to make time because. I mean, this is really relevant to me right now because it just moved and I hate moving. It's so stupid. Um, but it's for, it's for the best. <laughs> I mean, the process of moving is stupid, but once everything is said and done, everything is, is worth it. Um, but it really makes you think, or it made me think anyways, about how crazy busy we are just as modern human beings we we are so busy and a lot of the things that we do are just sort of trivial I guess I mean most of the time they're trivial Um, but I wanted to take time to make time today to talk to you guys about some of the ways that you can really take some time out of your day to um, incorporate your practices and your faith and just some mindfulness things that are really good practices to have in general regardless of what your faith is and for most of us you know we are 
you're really busy people. Even if you're not an adult and you're, you're a teenager, you're still in school, we're really busy. I mean, we spend a majority of our day at work and for eight and a half, nine hours, 12 hours, however many hours, depending on what you do. And it can seem really hard to find the time to do the things that give your life meaning. It's, it can be really difficult. And I mean, I know for myself, you know, I, I wake up at like five o'clock in the morning. I help get my boyfriend ready and out the door. Um, yes, I am that girlfriend. I make his lunch every day because it makes me happy and it makes him happy to know that I care and it makes me happy to know that he is fed during the day. But anyways, uh, I wake up and I make his lunch and I just make sure that he's got everything that he needs so that he can get out the door on time to go to work and earn a living. Um, I have to get ready for work. I have to get my daughter ready for school. And, you know, I live, I live about 20 miles, now about 20 miles from where I work. So... I leave my house an hour before I have to be at work because I have to drop my daughter off at school and then drive my happy butt all the way to work. So, I mean, there's just a good chunk of time right there dedicated to getting three people ready and out the door for the day. Um, Then, you know, I spend eight and a half hours at work. I drive home, pick up my daughter from the after school program drive home, eat dinner, or help cook dinner, depending on whoever is cooking dinner that day. Um, And then, you know, we have the nighttime routines, showers, bedtime, and then go to sleep and do it all over again. And unless you stop to think about what you're actually doing during the day, you, you probably feel like you have absolutely no time for anything like I do on a regular basis. But if you really sit down and think about it, I mean, how many times a day do you sit there and mindlessly scroll through your phone? I mean, I take two 15-minute breaks and a 30-minute lunch at work, and what do I do? I scroll through my phone and I watch videos on YouTube. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm not impervious to this. I'm, I'm definitely guilty of just vegging out and uh, doing mindless activities. But if you really think about it, and now this is going to vary depending on your situation, but that 15 minutes is time that you could take two minutes or five minutes out, find a quiet spot, and just sit in silence and meditate. Or have a mindful practice of something. Um, just be mindful about what you're doing in that moment. Um, because when when you sit there in silence for five minutes, heck, if you sit there in silence for one minute, it's going to feel like forever. Tangent, I remember being in like first or second grade, one of the few memories I have from being a child, um, being at school and, 
somebody did something stupid and got the whole class in trouble. And our teacher set a timer and told us, you are going to sit here for one minute in silence with your hands folded on your desk and you're just going to be quiet. You're not going to move. You're not going to talk and you're just going to sit there. And oh my God, it was the longest minute of my life. (laughs) But when you, when you don't have anything to really occupy your time, it seems to move slower, which is funny because when you are mindlessly scrolling through social media or um, reading a book or doing something that is occupying your your thoughts, time does seem to move faster. Now, if we fill that space with things that are meaningful to us and things that help our, help in our spiritual development, that time becomes more meaningful and we don't have to worry about feeling like we don't have time to do anything during the day for our spiritual practice and our growth as a person and as a soul. Um, as a soul having like a a physical experience, as having a human experience. Um, And this can be especially difficult for people who wear lots of hats. Um, I have a couple of hats that I wear. And if you're not familiar with the expression, it's like each hat that you wear is a different sort of responsibility, a different persona, I guess, that you have to be. Like for me, I have one hat that is me. I am myself. I am also a partner with my boyfriend. I am a daughter because I live in a house with my parents. We share space. Um, I am a mother because I have a child. I am an employee because I go to work. I am a friend because I have friends, I think. (laughs) I think I have friends. I don't know. I'm sort of a loner. I don't talk to a lot of people, except for you guys. Uh, <laughs> I am a podcaster because I podcast. Um, I'm a blogger. I'm a witch. I'm a woman. You know, I mean, there's each hat is a different thing that you have to do throughout your life. So if you are a person who, like I was last year, I was also a student. So I was juggling being a mom, being a partner, being a full-time employee, and being a full-time student. So I didn't feel like I ever had time to do anything for myself or for my practice or anything at all like that. I'm not a student anymore. I have since gotten my associate's degree, but sometimes it's still hard to find that, that space to really be yourself and sort of dive into your spiritual practice and your your religion and your faith. But despite what a lot of it looks like, like if you're from from um, if you're looking from the outside in at other people and their practices, not everything that you do regarding your spirituality and your practice as a witch or a wicked has to be super complicated and ceremonious and ritualistic. It doesn't have to be like that. Now, if you're, if you've got a Sabbath that you're celebrating and you want to do a ritual, that's, that's perfect. If you have 
taken the time to make time to do that ritual, that's awesome. But I am a firm believer and you need to find the magic in the everyday. You, you know, there's a bunch of things that can, that you're, that you're already doing, but you're not doing them mindfully. And I'm drawing a lot of inspiration from this, um, actually from another podcaster who I've listened to for a really long time. Um, Joanna DeVoe, she's got uh, a podcast called Hippie Witch. I'll link to her in the show notes, but I actually listened to her podcast about witching on the go today. And it just, it was one of those things that's just like, oh, this comes at the perfect time because I've been mulling over this idea um, for a couple of days to talk to you guys about. And it just, everything just sort of lined up. And she said essentially that being mindful in what you're doing brings you back into the moment and helps you realize that the things that you're doing already can have a magical experience to them. And I just, it, it resonated with me and I thought it was amazing. And, um, I lost my train of thought. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So once you start practicing mindfulness and sort of making, taking that time to make the time for the things you want to do, you know, start small and say you spend in the morning, you spend 20 minutes on your phone when you first wake up, scroll through the news, scroll through Facebook, whatever, cut that time and make it 18 minutes. Take two minutes out of that time to just sit and be still and notice the things around you, like notice your environment and how everything is sort of playing out at that time, whenever it is that you wake up. And the more you do this, the more you will realize that you actually have so much free time that once you once you develop this mindfulness part of your practice the time will appear to have come from nowhere you're like oh my god how i freed up all of this time how did that even happen but when we are so engrossed in the social media and the crappy news that's on tv and the drama from friendships and coworkers and all this other stuff, it really bogs down your spiritual self and like clouds your vision. So developing the mindfulness practice, taking two minutes, one minute, five minutes, whatever, out of the time that you would normally spend doing something completely mindless and just vegging out doing and doing something with your full attention with your full mind focusing all of your concentration on the task at hand you will develop that and it's it's a practice so that will sort of become part of who you are I think that's where I was going with that (laughs) so that it's easier for you to take time to make time to do the, the witchy things that you want to do. So, for example, I'm recording on the night of the full moon. 
Uh, it's like 7.30 at night right now. I'm hanging out in my kid's bedroom. She's upstairs with her dad. Uh, and normally I would be hanging out, laying in bed, relaxing, scrolling through Facebook, reading, you know, reading articles, watching videos on YouTube. Um, but I have made it a point tonight to remember and remind myself not to do that because once I'm done recording it's a full moon I want to do my meditation I want to do my tarot reading I want to set my crystals in my windowsill I want to get them get the water ready to make my moon water and it's just a it's something that I have to remind myself to do all day long because I'm not used to it and I'm used to going a million miles an hour every single day and when I do that, I forget the things that are important to me, which sounds crazy, but it's, that's, that's how it is. I mean, I, I don't know when you're just moving so fast and you've got all of these things that you need to get done. Sometimes your brain just wants to like shut off and forget everything and say, no, you need to go over here and just do nothing and be mindless. And I think that is a symptom of our current state in society, but that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. So once you've got this sort of mindful thing down and you are realizing and you are finding that time that was lost to you, even if it's just a couple minutes here, here and there throughout the day, there's magic in everything that you're doing. I mean, one of my favorite things to do in the morning when I get up is make my cup of coffee, add a pinch of cinnamon, stir it clockwise, and just envision having a great day. I just tell myself today is going to be a good day. I've got my coffee. It's nice and warm. I'm awake. I'm breathing. Today is going to be a good day. And I just focus all of my intention and all of that thought process into my coffee while I'm stirring it clockwise with a pinch of cinnamon and I drink the whole cup and I have a great freaking day. Now, you don't drink coffee? That's okay. Find something else to do with it. Um, Something else that you can do, I mean, I'm assuming you shower. I would, I, I hope you shower, at least on a regular basis, whenever you're dirty. Anyways, um, you're already in the shower, so why not turn your shower into a spiritual, witchy thing that you do? You know, water is super cleansing and water is really connected to your emotions. And when you're just having a really crappy day or you're in a really bad mood or you just feel like all of the gunk and nastiness from society is just weighing down on you, step into your shower, let the water just flow over your head and just envision that water washing away all of the residual energy that you have left on you from your day and from dealing with the public, 
um, from dealing with toxic people that you might encounter, dealing with societal pressures, uh, dealing with sickness, you know, all that, all of that gunk just leaves like a, a toxic residue on your aura, on, on your spiritual self. But you can take the time to cleanse that away while you're already physically cleaning yourself. The, use the water as a cleansing ritual while you're in the shower. You know, if you've got a few extra minutes and you can, light some candles or incense before you get in the shower, dim the lights, and just enjoy it. Be mindful while you're in the shower of how the water feels on your skin. Do you use a specific soap that the scent is just amazing? You know, just turn the mundane into magic. I, I don't think you can go wrong with that. And something that I like to do, too, since I have to drive 20 to 25 miles every day back and forth to work one direction, uh... I will turn on like my favorite witchy playlist and turn it up in the car and as I'm cruising down the highway I sing at the top of my lungs and it's really cathartic I mean <laughs> I've always enjoyed singing even as a kid but connecting uh, connecting those songs to my spiritual practice really just uplifts my mood whether I'm singing just to sing, singing to put myself in a good mood, or if I'm devoting any of the songs that I'm singing to the god and goddess, you know, that that's something that you can do too. But if you're already doing it, just give it a boost. Just give it a boost. And I mean, there's so many things that you could do. Even when you're when you're cleaning your house. And if you have to sweep the floor, sweep it in, in a whatever direction you want to sweep it in and cleanse cleanse the space energetically cleanse the space while you're cleaning your floor you can do the same thing with door washes you know how many times do you clean your doors not a lot probably i don't clean mine a lot but <laughs> but you can create door washes using a mixture of consecrated water and sea salt and essential oils and physically clean your door while also energetically cleaning it. You know, there's so many things that you can do. And I think if you just open your mind to the fact that there is magic in everything, literally everything can be turned into a magical practice everything can be connected back to something else spiritually and when you get rid of the monotony and the mindlessness of the things that we do on a daily basis that aren't necessary we free up a lot of that time to do things to help us grow physically mentally emotionally spiritually I mean, you got to get that time back somehow. And the first step to doing that is clearing out the gunk and the mindless activities that you do for 
no specific reason. I mean, other than the fact that they just take up time. It could literally be seen as a waste of time if you're just scrolling through and watching the next thing. I'm guilty of it. I'm not judging you. <laughs> I'm the last person to judge you for scrolling through your newsfeed on social media to take up your time. It's okay. It's okay. But if you're going to create time for your spiritual practice, if you're going to create time for your religious practice and the things that you want to do for it, you have to be willing to look at yourself, look at the things that you're doing on a daily basis, and cut the crap, essentially. <laughs> you got to get rid of the bad stuff. You have to consciously and purposefully make time for the things you want to do. You have to consciously and purposefully make time for your practice. It can be hard. You know, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you, oh yeah, you know, I do. I meditate three times a day for 30 minutes a day and, and I do tarot readings every single day and I carry a crystal around with me in my bra and one in my pocket and five in my purse. You know, I'm not that kind of witch. I'm not that kind of witch. I, I, I have other stuff that I have to do. Like I said before, I have all of these different hats to wear. But when you cut the crap and you get rid of the nonsense, you will find that despite your previous beliefs, you have all the time in the world. Until next time, everyone. Bye. Please consider supporting this podcast through Patreon at patreon.com slash around the cauldron. For questions, comments, concerns, or suggestions, feel free to reach out to me through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or email at roundthecauldron at gmail.com. The music you hear in the introduction and the outro is called Night Owl by Broke for Free, used under a Creative Commons Attributions License. 